Like, I know we were on chapter... What page? I thought we was on page 56. How we get to 108? Oh, man. I must have missed. I must have missed the reading. Okay, 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 okay. All right. I got it. Hi. Um, could you please tell me what page we're on? Thanks. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before we get into today's episode of So What Page We On, Bit podcast let me tell you about how we podcasting we using something very easy very free and easy to use and distribute we using anchor.fm listen if you're curious about starting a podcast anchor is a one-stop shop for all your pod needs easy distribution easy hosting 100 free kiki casey and me can use this app all at the same time doing the same podcast you can use it online on your computer you can use it on the app on anchor the app it's purple scroll through add the app on your phone or wherever you need to use it you can use it on your tablet on the go kiki might be in texas casey might be in his business i might be here with my kids but we can all three use the podcast as a group as a team Anchor even gives you sponsorships and you can add more. So if you're interested in starting your own podcast today, go to anchor.fm slash start. Now let's get back into this book because the things that I read, honey, leg up. Girl, you still didn't answer my question from earlier. Who, me? Yes, you. What you asked me? Bitch, you ain't tell me if the the, um, farmer's market had flat tummy tea. Oh, oh yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, they do. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not like that great packet, but they advertise like they got other teas. Oh, but I saw a whole bunch of um like slim down teas. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, yeah. Oh, but no, Chantal. Um, I'm just happy like all this shit is fucking over. Me too, nigga. When you posted that shit, I said, "Woo, woo!" I'm tired of working on this house. Okay, bitch, I was so sick of that. But yo, we had went out of there today to help them move. Um, but okay. when we there, um, the husband was like, "Yeah, me and my brother got most of the stuff in the house. We just waiting on movers now." And I was like, "Bitch, I got movers. What the fuck we doing over here?" Right. <laughs> I would have just, just slapped a ribbon on a, on a bottle of wine and dip. Right. But nah, we helped. Um, we really didn't do much. Mm-hmm. He had to drop his brother back off at the airport because his brother flew in to help him move. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, so he he took his brother back to the airport. Me and um, Drew stayed behind to um, make sure the movers like finished moving everything. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when the movers had left, me and Drew put, like, some of the beds together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we were just like, all right, well, we about to do it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But, you know, they're his friends. He knew, his, he knew the wife since for, like, over, like, 20 years. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that's a long time. Like, his mom and her mom went to school, like, high school together. Oh. oh. So, when do they officially, like, move in, move in? Um, they... The husband's been here since like September, October. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the wife was dealing with, you know, um, selling a house and all this other different little stuff like that. But she drove up this afternoon. So I think that they should probably already be here by now. Mm-hmm. So 
So she'll be here. They got to take another trip to Florida because they still have uh, a few more items to pick up. Mm-hmm. But they should be up. They should be done by like before New Year's. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and she's like, I'm like, and she, mind you, she does real estate in Florida. She's not trying to do real estate over there. She's not doing real estate here. Nah, she was like, after the shit that we done went through with this transaction, she's like, I'm not going to do no real estate up here. <laughs> what you going to do? Uh, well, she has her master's, so she's thinking about working for like a non-profit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. But that was my day. How was your day? Who, me or Kiki? Either one. Who I want to go first? Okay, let's go, go first. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up to Ari putting her whole eyelash on mine, talking about mama, you up? Can you get some can I get some crackers? I'm just like, girl, back to um, so I uh, woke up, didn't even brush my teeth, and I was going on the computer to make sure that the YouTube um episode that we did yesterday uploaded and it was only at seventy five percent. That shit, when I tell you anybody that does video podcasting or vlogging, that shit is a whole shit show. Because it, it? So, it takes so long to upload. So it takes like, you do the video and then you have to export it to like, let's say Dropbox because everything is, is too big to send the regular way. Right. Then to get it to Dropbox um, is like a whole probably two to three minutes. Then after it gets to Dropbox, Dropbox takes like a whole fucking day to download it into Dropbox. Mm-hmm. Then once you get it into Dropbox, you got to uh, export it to YouTube, which takes a whole other 24 hours almost, depending on your internet. And then once it gets on there, you have to do the edit and make sure everything is what it is, what you want to advertise on the video, and then schedule it to post it. So it should post tomorrow morning. Oh God. But it's just a whole episode. It's just a whole thing. So I'm just like, I thought I was gonna do like an episode every Monday. I'm not. I'm probably gonna do like I'm probably gonna do like two episodes a month because it's just me. So yeah. it's me, it's me setting up the episode, it's me dealing with the girls, it's me editing it, it's me uploading and all of that shit. And I'm just like, no, I can only do like two episodes a month. So yeah. I completed that. I exported it. I converted the audio so I could post it as an audio. Uh, and then, what else did we do today? My friend Henny called me. She saw, uh, she saw Queen and Slim. Okay, I still haven't seen it. Uh, Kiki, you saw it. We were supposed to go today, but I felt like I wouldn't have had time. Okay, so so basically, go. basically, she loved the film, but she is like in her feelings about the film. Okay. And- in a sad way. Mm-hmm. And then she was like reading all these um, stories on black women being sex trafficked. And she was like in like a, a negative place. And she was like, I'm just so sad. I don't know what to do. I ain't got no fucking money, but I want to help black women. And I'm just, I'm just having it like a shit show. Mm-hmm. I was like, so do you want to go somewhere? Do you want me to bring the girls? Do you want to just go to the park and just, you know, chill? And she was like, yeah, bring the girls. So, but what's the um, correlation from the movie to, to sex trafficking? She just Googled it. No, it was just, fact. well, the movie was 
more so, you know, um, black people and dealing with police and shit never being justified. And then she was reading online about there's, there's somebody did this article on the stories and videos of women being trafficked, trafficked, and all the negative shit and how Atlanta and and the shit that's going on is keep being kept quiet about a lot of shit and shit is getting by the police and the police is basically putting their hands up in the air about the shit and she was like I'm just in a negative space and I just need like some pep and so I was like okay I'll just come get you and then we'll just go to the park with the girls and chill so so we end up going to the park in uh, Midtown Mm -hmm. then it was like too cold outside but it was nice out to me but she was like, I'm hungry. I was like, well, shit, what you feel like eating? Because they're not gonna, they not about to eat Thai food. So, <laughs> like, so she was like, she was like, let's go to Fat Mac. I said, bitch, you ain't say nothing but a word. <laughs> so we got, we got into the car. We went to Fat Mac. When I tell you, that's on Piedmont, right? Yes. When I, I love tell you, Fat Mac. I love Fat Mac. I, I never go. been. I need to go. Oh my god! I could just it's a, go. It's a um, it's a barbecue spot, right? Yes, I can just yes. go for their rum mm-hmm. baked beans, Casey. Really? Rum, I like some ribs. Some baked ribs beans, is, man. Say what? Their chicken fall off the fucking bone. Mm-hmm. Um, their barbecue sauce is amazing. Their cornbread is good. Their mac and cheese is good. So, Henny, she don't eat meat. Mm-hmm. So she basically ordered all their fucking sides. And, um, I'm so done with her. The girls <laughs> had mac and cheese, um, the baked beans, and the chicken. And their lemonade is like diabetes. And oh. they kept bringing food to the table. I'm just like, I didn't order this. And the lady was like, well, the cook wants the girls to have another piece of chicken. Oh, wow. So I'm like, okay. And so... They had another piece of chicken, and then she brought out another plate. She was like, well, the cook thinks they're really cute, and we just wanted to bring another plate, and here's some more macaroni and cheese. I'm just like, what is going on? Okay, so, bitch, guess what? When me and Drew go to Fat Max, we're going to pick up the <laughs> Then it was like, they was like, they're so cute. And then, and then and then they brought them, like, stickers that you can actually buy from Fat Max and gave them free stickers. Yeah. And- Casey, it's kind of like Fox Brothers. Okay. See, I that's, never been at Fox Brothers. That's that's what what, what you what you can compare the uh, barbecue to is Fox Brothers. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. So that's that's lit then. Yeah, I never been at Fox Brothers, but Fox Brothers is lit. Basically, mm-hmm. you can smell their fucking barbecue from like the street. It's it's okay. delicious. And we were we were just eating and eating and eating, and they kept just watching us, everybody from the back and up until we left, and they were saying bye to Ari. Ari was like. I don't know these okay. people, but bye. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, I was in a mood. The friendly one. And she was like, bye, thank you. And then we left there and then she was like, I got this um, side table I need to put together, but I need help. Do you want me to help me put it together? So she moved down here from um, New York. Mm-hmm. And she, she basically teaching at the college we graduated from down here. And she got this new place, but I haven't seen it. She's one of those people where she don't want anybody to come to her place until it's done and set up. Oh, yeah. I'm one so, of those people. So I didn't want to like be like, I, I want to see your place. I wanted to wait until she wanted me to. So she was like, can you come in and help me 
put together this table. So um, she lives off of Cheshire. So oh, she fancy. Okay, girl, she hates that ain't cheap over there. She hates paying that rent, but it's a cute I bet she do. Um, so we went in, and uh, I was trying to like safety proof the girls in her place because it's not a child apartment. And I'm putting together her table and shit, and uh, we just talking. And then after I left there, she was like, she wanted to go to Publix, which is right across the street, so I dropped her off. It was a whole crying shit show with the girls. She doesn't drive? Huh? No, she don't drive. Um, She needs to get her car and her license down here, because in New York, you don't need that shit. Right. So, um, So every time she goes to work, she fucking Ubers. But oh God, uh, I hate that. right, so we left there, and I was gonna go see my other friend, and then she wasn't answering the phone as always. So I was like, "Fuck it," because she lived off of Monroe. So we driving through like the back way of Midtown, and then we start looking at like Christmas lights and shit. And I was like, "Anya, you feel like getting some cookies?" She's like, "Yeah." Oh, so we went to so we went to Insomnia cookies, and she was yes. like, "Yes." She was like, "What's insomnia?" Insomnia. I said that basically means you can't sleep. She she was like, "So the cookies can't sleep?" I said, "No, it's the name of the." I, I said, "It's the name of the restaurant, the, the store." And she was like, "Oh, okay." She was like, "Let's get some cookies." So, um, we went there. We went in there, got some cookies, and uh, then we was like driving around Midtown, looking at the lights on people's houses, and listening to Ari Lennox and cracking the fuck up. And then we just <laughs> we just brought our asses back in the house, and I did her hair, washed both their hair, gave them a bath, cleaned up shit, and I'm doing laundry, and here I am. So I've met her before, right? Henny, yes, yeah. Remember when we went to Chick Fil A? Right. Yes. Right. So she's the one um, you said that that was working HR. Yes. And she no, was, no, um... no, 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 no. My friend that was okay. working HR, uh, she did, did that. But that when was her move from New York to down here. Um, she got tired in New York, and she'd been working for Macy's as a copywriter for years, and she wanted to move up in the company, and because she's black. Uh, they kept they kept hiring people that would come in, mm-hmm. and wasn't there as long as her. And they kept hiring other people of other races that wasn't qu- more qualified than her, but never mm-hmm. her. And every time mm-hmm. she would, um, you know, interview for a certain position, they would give her like a bullshit reason on why um, she hasn't gotten it. Mind you, she has her bachelor's in design and marketing. She has her master's in uh, fashion um, editing. Mm-hmm. And um, she's completely overqualified to do hella shit. And she just got tired of being at the company for years and not having anything. And she was in a small ass apartment, miserable as shit in New York. And she just mm-hmm. got tired of it. New York is very exhausting. Like you go there with all this momentum, all this motivation, and you put in all this exhausted ass work. And if you're not getting the opportunities that you deserve over time, you're going to exhaust yourself. Right. And because she doesn't have any kids, most of her family is in uh, Virginia, D.C., or down here. She was like, fuck it. Let me just get comfortable and work. And she came down here. And yes, she's hating the pay 
because she was used to being paid like $30 an hour. Yeah. But she's trying to figure out how to adjust with working and um, basically being comfortable. So that's why she's here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That was my day. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a productive day. Right. <laughs> it was a relaxing Sunday. Yeah. We went to JJ's. What's JJ's? Fish and chicken. It's mm-hmm. a real hood. Like, yes, it is. Spot. So they just pretty much fry fuck. everything. Oh, God. But it's good yeah. as fuck. Bitch, it was so fucking good. It was Drew's first time there. And I was like, bitch, if we going to ride all the way out to the country and pass fucking JJ's, nigga, I'm, we're getting JJ's before we go home. Where is JJ's? We went to the one in the everywhere. Like off of um, Wesley Chapel. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere, though. Why ain't never seen it? Girl, it's not really everywhere. I, I only see it in like the hood areas. Mm-hmm. It's one by me. Mm. Midwhere. Right. I usually go go to the one off of University Avenue because I go to Yums. Yums. The fuck is Yums? Yums oh, is dope ass, bomb ass, good Chinese uh, chicken wings, shrimp fried rice restaurant, uh, uh, Philly cheese steak. It's like right next door to each other. Okay. But it's in the hood, but it's good as shit. Well, hood so does be good though. Yes, it does. I don't that's like people, that's like people with dirty. That's like people with dirty kitchens know how to cook. Really I'm good. done. Right. But the one by me is off of um off of Prior Road and University Avenue. Okay. And then it's one on um, it'll be okay too, as expected. <laughs> yeah. Kiki, what you do today? Uh, Besides tea shopping at the farmer's market. Right. <laughs> that was really the highlight of my day, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> the highlight. Let me see. I got up. I made breakfast. Um, I was playing video games a little bit. We're with Bay. What video games you know what I was playing? Um, I have no idea. Uncharted. What? Uncharted? Yeah. Okay. I like that game. Is that the one with um, the storyline and shit? Yes. It's so dope. Is it a shooter game? Uh-uh, no. Hmm. I might check that out. Because I heard yeah. about it. I never played it. I think it's fine. Okay. But yeah, so then we... I look at gameplay videos when I get off the phone with you guys. Yeah. But I didn't do much after that. Um, We got up. I went to Farmer's Market. We went to the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, Went to Cumberland. Um, I went to Michael's and I started to put my tree up. Oh, um, God. And I guess I'll finish it tomorrow. And, um, yeah, that's it. Pretty chill day. Did you okay. Chill like. Mm-hmm. I got this peppermint tea from the farmer's market um, earlier this week and I can't stop drinking it. What brand is it? It's, it's Tant. Tadin, T-A-D-I-N is strong. It's like a strong peppermint. Listen, I have never seen so much tea in one spot. First of all, can we talk about the high ass prices of tea? Listen, <laughs> the one I got was freaking five dollars. Oh yeah. Why you ain't go to that um tea shop? Um, I don't know. What tea shop? I didn't really um think about that. 
So remember when we all got cupcakes? Yes. It's that tea lady like right next to her in the same. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's where he got my um birthday gift from that one year. Yeah, she sells like loose leaf tea. Mm. Wait, what better for you? And she also sells like um like French presses and like different little teapots where you can strain your tea in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's an older black lady. It's I think her daughter runs it with her. I need a new tea kettle. I want a rose gold one. And they sell, um, and they also sell like fresh made lemonade. Like their ginger lemonade is like the fucking shit. My mom makes a bomb ginger lemonade. Mm. That should be hitting your uh, throat like uh, tight. Right, you be like, ah, ah, ah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, but I got me some tea for my hormones. I can't wait, wait, wait to try it. Oh, you probably your meat, huh? You need to stop eating meat. I haven't been eating meat like lately, though. Just like wings. Girl, that's meat, bitch. <laughs> but I haven't been eating like um. Oh, <laughs> but I haven't been been eating it like I usually eat it though. I just eat chicken wings. That's it. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe like three days a week, I eat some meat. But that's but that's easier said than done, though. It's that's a fact. Especially when it's cold, you just want something hot and delicious. Yeah, you want some comfort food that you right? got to think about. Hey, right. I, I don't want no cold ass salad when it's twenty degrees outside. Me either. Like what the hell? Or, or no cold sandwich? I want like some soup, some uh, hot sides, some, some fried meat. Fried <laughs> meat. <laughs> 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 oh god. Speaking of meat, we went to Mexican spot last night, so. Uh... Bay has a friend in town. Mm-hmm. And um, she likes Mexican food. So we went to this, like, in the cut, like, Mexican spot off of Buford Highway. What's it called? Ponchos? Fucking lit. Hell no. Nah. It's um, <laughs> Elroy de Taco. I heard, it. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. Yeah, Elroy de Taco. It's, like, right off of Buford Highway. It's not too far from 285. The food is fucking good. They're open until, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's like Mexican as fuck. Like, damn near everybody there. Don't speak no English. <laughs> right. I like those kind of restaurants. Like, give me that, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me that. And speaking of food, Chantal, I'm going to have to hit you up about that uh, video on YouTube shit. Because I've been thinking about making, like, videos of me, like, eating. Ooh. And, like, just talking, like, random shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially about, like, real estate while I'm eating. <laughs> Get you some uh, food for thought and food. I mean, okay. nah, I'm just gonna be eating, 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 eating. I know, but you still gonna be talking shit that people need to know. This is a fact. So, okay, I mean, it's work, but okay, we can chat. Yes, I I know it's gonna be work. I'm probably not gonna do it like now. I might wait until we get our house, mm-hmm. but. We'll see how that goes. Well, now what's really good about YouTube is they're making it really easy for people who actually have a business and want to do mm-hmm. videos, and you could always connect your videos and advertise while your show is playing with your mm-hmm. your link and all this other shit. So they they um connect the dots on that thing. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll talk about that later. Hmm. So, shall we get into the end of this book? Yes, Lord. Um, 
Disclaimer, I still haven't been reading the shit. I'm done. I didn't read the last maybe 15 pages. But I got a grasp of, of what he was talking about. I think I think the reason why um it's be, it's getting harder to continue to read it now is because you have to be actively putting in the work to get the most out of the book right now because he's going through yeah. the steps. If you're not physically mentally ready to do your business as of right now reading it as a what to do is kind of like okay i'll come back to it when i when i'm ready so yeah i'm not in that headspace yeah so i'm not ready to start anything because i'm um broke and (laughs) i got other things going on in life but as far as like when i'm ready this book is definitely something i will be going to uh, right. Just to like cross my T's and dot my I's on shit. Uh, so what I'm going to do tonight is just basically breeze through um, what I've read and the last couple of pages, so people who are out there that are ready, that are in that headspace, can be like, okay, that sounds like a book I need to go ahead and pick up. Yeah. Because next month is the start of a new year, and I want to start the new book. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. All right. Okay, so um, the pages that we were supposed to read was page 91 to 155 of A New Black Wall Street. I like how you do that out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> the book oh. The book is basically... The, class, the pages that you were assigned to class. <laughs> that y'all think y'all playing that I'm going to call your parents on because y'all not doing the work. No. Okay. Um, it's the twelve steps to six figures in twelve months of starting your own business as far as like e-commerce. So what I've read um so far that I um was more so interested in is what platforms you can start to sell on. Jay Jones has his own platform that he's helping other black uh businesses uh have their product on. Uh, services is called be smart by black.com so i know every a lot of podcasts and people out there are trying to find ways to support a black business if you don't know somebody locally you don't know a business locally you don't have any friends that are in business just go to be smart by black.com and just go on there and just put in the search whatever product you thinking about buying and whatever you buy on there is owned by someone black so it's basically a place where they do the work for you. Um, Jay Jones was talking. He goes into details about eBay, how to sign up, um, deciding what to sell, creating a good product, your listing, and how to complete your transaction. He goes into information about Amazon, how they do in sales, how do uh, you start, uh, how you find suppliers, how to find a profitable neat niche that you want to put out there in order for people to buy because you don't want to get a whole bunch of product and sit on it. Uh, so it's better if you know if the product's going to move. He goes into how to create good product listings, um, how to have an important headline, how to get people to pay for your clicks and your ads because you always want to make money 
throughout your marketing because if you go to market, you're already spending money. So um, that was good. Shopify, he goes into like the pros and cons of that. So if anybody's out there thinking about starting their business and you don't know what platforms to use, he goes through all of those platforms and the pros and cons. And then step six is the marketing your business. He talks about the five M's of marketing, which is your message, um, which is you want to send the right message to the right customer, your market, send it to the right market for views and awareness, your medium, what are you selling, where will your customer see it, advertising on phones, billboards, et cetera, because that shit costs money. Uh, he talked about having the motivation to uh, take the action to talk to people, go to um, like different events to sell your product, and knowing why your product is going to benefit your customer. And he talks about how you're going to measure your growth. Because if you're out here spending money on marketing, you're spending money on the product, and you're selling, but you don't know how much you're selling, you're going to lose somewhere because you're not you're not gauging anything um so that was good but most and side note i think i kind of learned that like working doing real estate in my own business Mm -hmm. because i'm just like if i'm not out there prospecting people what's the point of me going out there and spending money on marketing right it's kind of like because it's Mm, go ahead sorry when you when you buy business cards are you buying them to keep it in your house Right. <laughs> it is- <laughs> like that's no, but but like it's funny, but that's that's real shit. Because <coughs> I know, like, it's other real estate agents out there that's like, oh, how can I get more clients? How can I get more customers? Like, they're paying for leads. They're doing all this stuff, but it's kind of like, are you doing it? And are you seeing like a good result from it, or are you not? Yeah. Because there's some of them that's so desperate for leads. Like, one guy said that he spent, like, $300 for leads, and he ain't never got not nah lead. Because if you... This is the thing. When you get leads, it depends on where they're coming from and how long they've been a lead. Because if they've exactly. been sitting there for three months, those people are not going to wait three months to find a realtor. They already found a realtor, and they either bought a house mm-hmm. or they're still looking. So it's kind of like, right. why would you spend X amount of money on old leads? Just go out and get right. your new ones. And and then the thing is, like, a lead is just a lead. Like, you can call them and be like, hi, I noticed that you were looking to purchase X, Y, and Z. And a lot of them just be like, oh, no, I was just looking at the house. I ain't trying to buy nothing. Yeah. And then you just spent $300, $400 for a person's phone number that's not even really trying to buy a house like that. Yeah. It's kind of like um, my old house. Me off. It does piss people off because you want to work and people over here are basically window shopping and bullshitting. My old job yeah. was more so where you went out. You didn't go out physically, but you would call new businesses to see if they're happy with the system that they're using with their customers as far as their services. And you'll have people that, yes, they want to start their new business. They want to make more money, but they don't want to put money into a a tech system that's going to make their lives easier because it's going to be more money at their pocket. But if this system is going to make you attract 10 more customers than you would before, you're making that money right back. But right. a lot of people don't see that. So 
it's it's a struggle between people that are really ready to go ahead and do some shit and people that say mm-hmm. bullshit. Um, and I mean, I just can't get into the whole e-commerce thing. I mean, I was reading the book, but it's just like uh... <laughs> because, not because, because but that's okay but, though. But that's okay. What you want to do, I think, is more so on the service side, and he's not really pushing more on service he's pushing more on product because there's so much more that you need to know for a product than there is a service if you are knowledgeable about a service you want to do is basically you have the pro you have the tools to do the service you go out and find a find the client like there's not much to talk about but i think it's more to talk about when you're involving yourself into a product so i think that's why he focused more on the product in the book yeah with a product, you're selling something that you're selling something else. With a service, it's like you're selling you, you're selling yourself. Yeah. So like you know what I know what I have to I know what I have I know what I have to offer I know what I can provide you versus a product you got to make people think like this product is so much better than what you can get for like say Bath and Body Works. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, not saying that I could never get into it because I was you know I was telling y'all like truck parts, like those tire flips, whatever. Mm-hmm. The stuff like that, like the part, not like the whole product itself. But now, no. Continue on. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I think I think what's really making you not want to dapper into e-commerce is because the work that you do every day is more so with businesses specializing in X, Y, and Z about something people have to have. So like if I have a if I have a trucking company, I have to be able to go somewhere to get parts. So you see the benefits in just being able to supply a small portion to the bigger picture. So it's kind of like you have like a cheat sheet. You have like a cheat sheet mm-hmm. to like an easier way to make money. So that's cool. Let me get that cheat sheet. Right. Right. I, I, I need it too. I mean, like, she's basically looking at businesses that make millions every year off of just being like the middle person. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Some of them. But then you have some who are like, they also sell the product, but it's so much more to like just the, money you make from like like the sales revenue it's like so much other shit that's involved in that and yeah. I think that's why um Jay Jones put in his book like all the other variables mm-hmm. like like things like payroll or like re- returns and discounts or you know cash advances like all the other stuff because it's so many variables that you gotta keep up with I mean even if even if you just not starting out right Mm-hmm. And you don't have a, a lot of inventory or product, like you still want to consider all those variables. Yeah, because that's where you lose money not preparing for that shit. <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I start to wonder if, like, the way companies have all these quote unquote sales, are they really making profit or are they? taking a shortcut somewhere 
and giving you like fake prices on shit. I mean, I I think some of them are making like a real profit. I mean, I mean, of course, like when you think about companies like wholesale, of course they buy it at a discounted and they sell it at a higher rate, of right. course, to get profit that way. But but when we, I mean, I guess like from a business owner, it's like you kind of have to sell it at. At, at a at a place where you would make a profit because you have all these other expenses, yeah. So it's like you you bring in like okay two hundred mil in revenue, then okay you so, so you because you got payroll, all these fixed assets assets all this other stuff that that's to come out of that, and then it's like well, like you got to have something left. So I see why. You know they resell things at a higher price than what they get it for, because mm. it's better to come over than under, mm-hmm. right? Because if you come under, then you really got a problem. But then I also think like these a lot of like these big stores, like say like you know Walmart, Targets, and the Best Buy, mm-hmm. like with the like example Black Friday sales <laughs> when they have their Black Friday sales and they selling stuff and you're like oh my god like that's so cheap. That what they're selling it for, yeah. I think it's. I think they're still making money from it because when they buy stuff in, in bulk, mm-hmm. they're getting it at a lesser amount than if they were to yeah. buy this one. But then when, but then it's kind of like I got this big old sale going on. Yeah, you in the store. Prime example, you in the store buying this TV, but you also need the TV mount. The TV mount ain't on sale. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they gonna make that money back somewhere else. Right. Right, and and then it's like returns. You have to also take that that into consideration because you got to get them money back, so you can't account for that on your profit. Right. Oh yeah, because because the returns definitely affect like say your daily sales. Working sales. working yeah. retail, I hated the after Christmas shit. Like, cause you know all this shit is about to come back. <laughs> Yeah. All this shit's about to come back. Your your registered drawer is about to be empty as fuck. Mm-hmm. But then also at the same time, yeah, your shit about to come back. But then people are going to be like, well, let me see if that thing that I really wanted is, is here now. Right. Yeah. But that's when you have like companies changing their return policy. Changing mm-hmm. uh, their rules for how long you have to return and shit. So they could keep their money. So you just have to be mindful of where your money is going, when to change your policy, when to keep things consistent. It's just a lot. You have to really want to do whatever business you're starting, period. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. And I think that you also got to have a unique product. Yeah. Because right now, like, I don't... I don't think it necessarily has to be unique now. I think it does. <laughs> I really, I really do. don't because I feel like there's so many people selling the same shit. It's just the labels different. If if it doesn't have to be unique, you have to have word of mouth, right? right. Or it has to be like a specialized. Well, okay, not unique, but a specialized niche market. Because think about it, like the whole natural beauty thing, mm-hmm. like the whole natural beauty thing. Everybody selling. Everybody on that. Mm-hmm. Right back then, back then it was like you buying that shit because you wanted those crazy black people <laughs> that, 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 
that's quote unquote woke. You smoke weed, you pl- you burn incense, yeah. and you use all that natural stuff, and you're a vegan because you smoke weed all goddamn day. Now it's a big push. Now it's a big thing, and everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's like now everybody's buying natural toothpaste, shea butter, mm-hmm. coconut oil. Mm-hmm. African black soap, so everybody's doing the whole thing. Turmeric soap, like so, everybody's doing. Everybody that. ready to fuck up their sheets, right? So like everybody's ready to fuck up their sheets, fuck up their pillows and stuff like that. But yet, you know, everybody's selling the same thing. You can go to a local store and get you can go online and get you can go everywhere and get the same fucking product. Mm-hmm. But how are you marketing this product? Yeah, right. Like, like, how is it different from me going on Amazon and getting it? Right, because I I know about twenty places in Atlanta I can get shea butter from. Mm-hmm. I know about forty places I get African black soap. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like, why would you pass ten more stores that sell the same shit to go here? And uh, right. that's why you have people. That's why you have so many people that are in business be like, oh, I'm not into um, Twitter, or I'm not into Instagram, or I'm not into social media. Then you're losing fucking money because everybody's heads is in their phone. Right. Ain't nobody driving looking at billboards. Ain't nobody uh reading newspapers like that no more unless you live in New York. Ain't nobody uh <laughs> ain't no ain't nobody reading magazines. I was in line the other day and I was like, Okay, what do I need to pick up? And I looked to my motherfucking right and I saw Essence magazine and that shit said seven ninety nine. I said, well, Who the fuck is buying an eight dollar magazine? Right. That's that's so thin and full of advertisements. So it's kind of like that shit is not working anymore. So you have to be on the internet. You have to be into social media if you have a product or you marketing anything that you want to sell. Yeah, and see that's my weakness. I just can't get into the whole social media thing. But you're not selling nothing. Right. But once you once you sell something, (laughs) you have to. It's like people that you know they have a product, but they don't have no fucking email or uh or contact information. Who's who? Or mom and pop shops that you heard of, and then when you Google them, they ain't got a website. Yeah, like who? Who mm-hmm. are you? Who is gonna find you? Am I supposed to call your house phone? So I don't know. You have to evolve, or you just gonna get left. For, for real. Um, and but we basically talked about what he talked about. He was talking about building your database. Um, and he gives examples about how you can build your database through email addresses, phone numbers, um, likes, um, everything that you need to be able to get in contact with the people that liked a product before. He also talked about product stacking, basically stacking his offer on his website versus his offer that's on Amazon. So if you want to sell your shit multiple places, that's fine. But if you want more people to come to your personal website, you can add in like a free journal with your purchase or another product with your purchase, which is better than you going to Walmart mm-hmm. and you just getting a book. Um, so very, very, very true. Like I will say, um, I ordered some hair from this one company and like not only did they give me hair, but they gave me a, a flat iron, a new comb, oh, shit. a clip, pant, bobby pants, um, wig. Bitch, how much hair did you buy? Right. 
I all, no, I only bought one wig, y'all. Oh, okay, these, what, these what, are what, add-on what? items. These are items that you could have purchased in addition to. Yeah. Getting a wig, but they had this. I, I guess this is. This, I I have no idea. But I ordered one wig from this company. Mm-hmm. Not only did, did, did I get the wig, but I also got a wig cap, a flat iron, comb, bobby pins, hair clips, anything that I needed to style this damn wig was in that box. And it came in two days. Yeah. What kind of flat iron was it? Uh, um, just a regular flat iron, but it but it it has their 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 um brand on it. Oh, so oh, okay. so that's another way for them to brand themselves and make you keep shopping. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you can go buy their flat irons and comb and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, girl, since it's your your first wig, we're gonna give you all this stuff on us. So when you decide to buy another one, yeah. you're gonna be like, "Oh, that flat iron worked real good. Let me go get me another yeah. one." Right, and it does work real good. And that's better than you just going to the, you know, the hair mm-hmm. store down the street that you just don't get your hair. The wig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's um, yeah, it's it it was pretty dope. Okay. okay, that's a good part of that. And he also talked about um, paid traffic through Facebook, IG, uh, native advertising, and Google Shopping. Um, you basically, if if let's say if I want more people to look at a certain post, I put up X amount of money for IG or Facebook to run my post more frequently so it could get more views so people can go either to my website or either to my page or to get more followers like you have to pay to get out the play it's not oh let me just pay a sign man and be on the side of the street <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like putting a putting your uh holes on the corner to make that money you gotta you gotta pay. That's why I say that's why I said you gotta pay the price. <laughs> you gotta be out here in the eye because people just not doing shit the traditional way anymore. That's not working. Right. Um, he also talked about upselling, increasing your average cart value, and cross-selling when a customer purchases the item and you offer them a complimentary item, like what Kiki said. Um, he talked mm-hmm. about contact content marketing, writing blog articles for your site that draws recognition. Recognition. He also talks about influencer marketing, which a lot of influencers are upset because IG is taking away showing people your likes. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He talks about the value in product views and testimonials. Customer service is key customer services key. Mm-hmm. Come on, people. Um, he talks about email marketing. I hate email marketing. If I see you sending me a coupon more than three times out of a week, I'm putting you in mute. Gmail has this option now where you can mute certain emails from certain people because I don't need to be waking up for 600 emails every fucking morning. Unsubscribe. Well, right, that's what I do. Yeah, I don't un- necessarily want to unsubscribe because I do want that coupon when I want to buy something, but I I just need to mute you for right now because I don't need all these emails. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he talks about retargeting. Um, step seven 
is testing, 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 testing your product before you go all in on something to see if it's going to sell. Uh, mm-hmm. Step eight, build your database. It's one of your most important assets. Um, he talked about segmenting your database, new customer messages versus usual usual messages because if you know about a company, you don't want to keep hearing about how the company got started or look at this, which I already bought already. Like, why the fuck am I still getting this email? So um, just being aware of what emails and messages you're sending out to your uh, customers. So the last pages that we were going to read was going to be 155 to 172. But because I don't want to force a second um, episode, I'm just going to sum it up. So... Works for me. So step nine is managing your money. He talks about having a revenue account in detail, operations account, and reserve account. Um, then he talks about prepaid reloadable debit cards that um, may be better for certain things, having certain lines of credit, um, credit processing, because a lot of companies are profiting off of hella businesses because they're paying for um, stupid ways to process credit cards. So you ever go into a store and they'd be like, oh, the limit is $2 to use your card. Yep. Or the limit is $5 uh-huh. to use your card. In New mm-hmm. York, in, in New York, there are laws set up where businesses are not supposed to do that. And when, business, when businesses do do that, you can report them to the uh, Better Business Bureau. But here in Georgia, I guess it's not a law set in place where they can't do that, so they do it. And that shit is annoying. And <laughs> that shit happened to me at a gas station. I was like, I want, I think I wanted like, um, I didn't want any gas. I just wanted my coffee. And he was like, oh, you have to spend $2 to use your um, your card. This is only $1.69. He was like, you can have this um, this cake. I said, sir, I don't want your dry ass cake. And so, <laughs> so he was like, there's these cookies over here. I said, sir, it's not even 9 a.m. And um, so I went and I picked up candy for later. And I was like, okay, is this enough? And he was like, yeah, but that shit is annoying. Like sometimes that'll make me walk completely out the fucking store. Um. He talked about inventory management, uh, shipping costs. Uh, Let's see. Step 10, building your team. Have an accountant, attorney, a virtual assistant, answering service, a marketing manager. All that shit people don't think about. They think they're just going to go in there and it's going to be a one-woman show or one-man show. And you can't. You will go fucking insane trying to run a company that you want to grow by yourself. So don't don't even put all that shit on your plate if you think it's gonna grow in business. What's that lady that um has that makeup that crayon box or what is it called? Oh super yes. So she No it's cray it's crayon case. Okay crayon case. So she had her own you know product right and then she what she mm-hmm. made like a million in one day or some shit. Yeah. She, well, she did it again recently. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that when she started that, it was a one woman show. But I'm sure now, she had to like hire people for certain. 
Oh no, she been hiring people. She had bought a whole warehouse and everything. Okay, so like prior to, so prior to, um, that the second man she got when she got her first one, so she got real popular like on like um social Boom. media. And what she did, like she was doing like videos and different little stuff like that. So once she got popular doing social media and she had like you know gigs and stuff like that, she kind of took a, some of that money and invested in her own business. That crayon case she, thing. She didn't get no change. She didn't get no stupid ass car. She recycled her fucking money. Right. So she was doing that. So she, that's how she got crayon case. And then she was doing you know. She got it branded herself. She talked to the people at um, Crayola to make sure that she wasn't doing nothing illegal or nothing copyright infringement, like, nothing yes. like that. Like she had, like she had all her ducks in a row. That's good. Mm-hmm. She's smart. She's important. Mm-hmm. Then that shit booming. It is, and people still buying it. She she already mm-hmm. got her body done. Everything. Yeah. It's not like makeup, makeup. It's kind of it's well, it's makeup, but it's not like you know, like foundations or nothing like that. It's a lot of like highlights and lip and um eyeshadows and different little stuff. It's like that. focused. It's not widespread and that's smart because you don't want to spread yourself too thin. Exactly. Dappling and shit you don't know nothing about. Um, step eleven is scaling your business correctly. Um, offering more products, sell on more platforms, increase your marketing create multiple e-commerce businesses so you're not just focused on one thing, if you can. If you don't have the means to focus on multiple e-commerce businesses, don't do it. Um, and then step 12 is evaluate evaluate, and make adjustments to what you're doing. You always want to ask for feedback. You want to determine if your business coincides with your lifestyle. You want to make sure your business is sellable if you're just tired of being like the person in it and you just want to sell it to someone a lot of people discover or create a business and sell it um the creators of the ways app they Mm -hmm. they live here in atlanta i think they're like millionaires or billionaires now they sold it to google and they done with it so imagine creating an app you being like the people to create it, you get tired of creating it and you bring it to a company to sell it. Mm-hmm. If that's something that you want to do and just make your profit and go on to the next thing, do it. Just because you created it doesn't mean you need to sit on it. Right. Um, after that chapter, he talks about how to set your business up to sell it. And then he has like the final thoughts on um, making sure that you're sure about why you want to start the business. Now, what you, do you do? How much assistance do you actually need to go ahead and start the business? And what I do appreciate at the end of the book, he has like a resource directory. So um, mm-hmm. on com, he has a downloadable um, resource templates for business income and expense worksheet if you don't have one for yourself. He has a personal income and expense worksheet, which I will probably download. Um, he has a request for a quote, email, and send to re- suppliers form. 
he has software links to software he uses for his businesses and a lot more resources on there. So um, the information is there. He also mm-hmm. has a, has an educated e-commerce online course that you can take if you really need more hands-on help to start your business. But that's the gist of this book. What do you guys think about the book? I thought it was, I mean, like I said, if you want to get into e-commerce, oh, this is a shit. Yeah, it's a good book. It's very informative from what I read. And just because it's a new Black Wall Street, how to circulate the Black dollar worldwide doesn't mean if you're of another ethnicity that you cannot read this book. Anybody going into a business can read this book, but because there, there's not a lot of room for people of a black background to run their own business. That's why he was more so pushing for that. So um, if you're looking to start your own business, do it. So, I don't know. I like the book. And um, once I'm once I'm ready to actually do it, then... I I feel like I'll pick it back up. Yeah, I feel like I feel the same way. I feel like once I get ready to like you know start doing something, I'm gonna pick it back up. Mm-hmm. I'm back, y'all. Like you never left. For some reason, I'm drunk now. Come on, Echo. Okay. Oh, why am I echoing? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. I like it. You sound like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Nah, keep you sound like the ghost of Christmas past. Right. Wait, y'all, why am I echoing? I don't know. Bitch, what's up with your phone? Casey, you could be Mrs. Scrooge. Ah, humbug. Am I still echoing? Yeah, nah. I am. Oh my god, that's so funny. Kiki, say say something. Hey. Yeah, you should echo it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna drop off and try that good. <laughs> Say Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, she hung up. <laughs> I don't know what I said. So funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this girl came in here sound like the wind. <laughs> We got through it, but it's just it's for our first book is it it just shows us that we have to be really dedicated to do episodes on a book. So, yeah. but I'm really excited about the new one. Yeah, me too. Just want to um learn something. I'm excited about the new one, but I think the third one I think is gonna be real dope because it's a novel. Yeah. So I feel like I, I I'm I'm interested to see because it's not like it's gonna be, um, how can I put this? It's not like it's us gonna be like studying for like a class or anything like that. It's gonna be very like I'm picking up this book to really take my imagination and run with it. Mm-hmm. My friend had another book at her house. Um, I think it's the Blue Sweater. Okay. And- 
And I, because of the title, I, I asked her, I said, what is this book about? And she was like, basically, it's about a lady that goes to Africa um, with a nonprofit to help um, kids. And she loans or she gives a blue sweater to a child. And then years later, after her volunteering, she sees that same blue sweater on another kid. And um, she basically follows the story of the sweater and how they got it and all all types of stuff. Okay. Interesting. But, um, yeah, man. (sighs) This end of year is coming. The end of a decade. I know. Sounds so weird. I'm excited. I'm excited, too, because I just feel like I'm I'm never, like, into, like, New Year's, but I feel like with all this shit that has gone on this year, there's no way I can go into next year with a slip up. Yeah. Like I have to be like super prepared and more aware. And mm. my my biggest focus for next year would be to know like this is how much I'm making, but mm. live off, but live off a of half of it. Right. Like, that is going to be my whole goal. I don't care what it is. I'm just going to figure out a way to act like that ain't my money. I can't touch it. That ain't my money. This is my money. So, There's a lot of people that do that. Yeah, it's hard. It's going to be hard for me because I suck at having more and not touching it. Yeah. I suck at it. That's how I know, like, the person I'm with in life has to be way better at saving than me. Yeah. We have to be like at opposites um polar wise. So that's gonna be like my, my biggest goal for next year. Well child, I fucked up because we both bad with money. <laughs> oh God. Somebody somebody gonna have to make a change. Uh, I think it's gonna have to be me. Oh God. Cause he stuck in his ways and you know he owes yeah, I like used to literally like take money and give it to my mom and tell her to hide it from me. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but I'm gonna try to um stick to that next year. That's what I have to do. Because when you when you have money, you don't think about not having it, mm-hmm. and then when you don't have it, you be pissed off at yourself because you think about the time that you did have it, you was just loose with it. Right. I was like, fuck. Like, I really just let 10 G's just slip through my fingers. Right. Mm-mm-mm. But I'm going to be better next year. And I'm, I'm not saying I have to wait till next year, but because it's in a few weeks, mm-hmm. I'm going to just be better next year about that shit. What I might do is when I go, uh, when I go visit my mom again or like my sister, mm-hmm. because they don't live in Georgia. Mm hmm. I might go to like a um to like a bank there that's specifically there. Mm-hmm. That's local there. Like open an account and have them like as the custodian of my account. Yeah. And just have like money going over there. That's smart. And never look at it. Like don't I don't want no baby card. I don't want no statements. Yeah. Send everything to their address. Yeah. 
question. Or now, now you don't even have to do that. You, everything could be electronic. Right, but I don't even want the emails. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't want none of that. Okay. Well, I can still put their email address on it. Yeah, I always, like, talk about doing, like, a CD account. Mm-hmm. But I never do it. Yeah. I'm gonna do it, though. Yeah, I gotta get better. I said, where, where the fuck Kiki went? I don't know. She, um, floating in the atmosphere waiting for the whiz. Right. She said, how I end the one I'm in now. <laughs> I'm gonna send her a link. Let's get off into the new book. Huh? I said, so let's get off and tell everybody what's the new book that we're going to be reading. The new book is going to be... Let's see on my desk. Make sure I tell y'all the right title. It's going to be The 48 Laws of Power. Um, No, it's not. I'm lying. I was about to say, wait a second. That's not it. (laughs) be the laws of human nature by Robert Greene with an E at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, in the U.S. is twenty three dollars if you want to buy it. Um, in Canada is thirty dollars, and it's supposed to be a New York Times number one seller. Okay. Um, fun not- fact: If you Google it, I found it online for like eighteen fifty. Ooh. I um this copy here I got from the library. Yeah, Amazon has a hardcover for eighteen fifty. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I think I'm just going to order it. Yeah, Kiki says she want to order hers too, uh, because she want to keep it. Mm-hmm. I just flipped the page and this was talking about narcissism. Mm. We got a lot of that going on. Listen, it sounds like it's going to be a very interesting read. I feel like we're all going to be into it. Um, I just flipped through a chapter and this chapter is change your circumstances by changing your attitude, bitch. Um, Make them want to follow you is a chapter. These titles sound interesting. Um, Resist the downward pull of the group. Hmm. It just sounds like a book that's going to make you be more resistant to the bullshit. Right. How many chapters is it? <clears throat> Let's see. It is. Boom, 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 boom. The philosophy of life through death. God. Mm. Um, it is. Why am I being remedial? I don't know. All I gotta do is look at the beginning of the book and, and it'll tell me I'm flipping through the last chapter like I ain't got no Oh, time. so bitch, you're not looking at the table of contents. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, 18 chapters. Okay. <laughs> Y'all pray for me. I can just see you now. One. <laughs> I wasn't even counting the one. I was just flipping to the back of the book. You are just being so extra right now. Um, ooh, they have a chapter called uh, See the Hospitality Behind the Friendly Facade. Mm. The Law of Aggression. Oh. Evaluate. That sounds like a messy chapter. 
I know, because you know some people like that. Elevate mm-hmm. your perspective. Know your limits. Shit, you ain't got to tell me twice. Um, confront your dark side. Hello, oh. Gemini. Um, beware of the fragile ego. <laughs> so many levels. Listen, there's just so many reasons here. This is gonna be fun. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. So, um, I don't know. I think we'll know when we're going to start it in January. Definitely mm-hmm. won't be won't be the first, but we'll figure it out when we get yeah. closer to it. But um, yeah, this will be the next book. Yeah, we're gonna take a break for the holidays. Yeah, because you know the weeks is coming up fast, and there's gonna be a lot of shit going on. It's okay. We're like damn near in the middle of December. Yeah, with the quickness. Are you going anywhere for Christmas? No, um, we're going to be here. I talked to my sister today. She asked me the same thing. And I was like, well, he grew up Jehovah's Witness, so he really doesn't do holidays. And I'm just kind of like, mm, Christmas is going to just be another day off for me. Yeah. Sounds about right. I the, might girl, the girls are out um, from the 23rd, I think, till the 6th. Okay. So I'm just like, what the fuck? What, what am I supposed to do with my kids? Right. So, um, yeah. Because I think we're supposed to be going back to the office on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. But from what I've been told, we might ex- they might extend it to after the New Year's. Mm. So I might not be going back into the office till like January 2nd. That sounds smart. smarter, though. It does sound smarter. Because then you're going to have to figure out who can come to the office because they're not going anywhere for the holidays. It's just Exactly. And then um, I have another closing scheduled for January 10th. <laughs> well, excuse me. Hello, New Year. Listen, I'm trying to get it. He said, I'm ready for the bag. <laughs> right. Bring a Ponzi bag. And then, the, so, and then the crazy thing about it is sometimes, like, every time I try to be like, you know what, fuck real estate, I'm not going to do it no more. Another mm-hmm. deal falls into my lap. Which tells you just keep going. Yeah, so I'm going to just let it be. You know, I'm going to just keep doing how I'm doing it. And you know what? I would rather it be not saying that I like the fact that it's slightly frustrating right Mm -hmm. now to you, but I would rather you be able to have these challenges now. Mm -hmm. That way, the more you do them, the more prepared you are for the bullshit. Right, 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 right. So, um, yeah, I, I would say keep doing it because yeah, there's a reason. I'm, yeah, I am. There's a reason why you did it in the past. You didn't know you completed it. You found mm-hmm. that you completed it. Then you did it, and then you got it, and then you you're on like your next closing and your next closing. So keep doing it. Yeah. Shoot. I need to figure out what the fuck I need to be doing. (laughs) (laughs) What's a whole bunch of shit hiring, but I mean, like, girl, you stay too fucking far. That is an issue. Um, The fact that people are hiring what I can do the job, but the hours don't make no sense. Yeah, It's kind of like, I can't... Because honestly, that customer service job with Southwest would have been lit. Yeah, I can't duplicate myself, and that's the problem. Yeah. 
However, those five weeks of training in Dallas wouldn't have done shit for you. No. But Unless your mom will move up here for five weeks and watch the girls. Definitely not doing it. She in Florida right now, pissed off under her covers because of a little breeze blowing through Florida right now. What? When I tell you, like, but it's true, like, the cold weather really, you know how your body aches? Mm-hmm. Her whole body basically shuts down on her when it's cold. So yeah. um, I understand it's better for her, but uh, she got arthritis. Yeah, bad. Like, Tell her to try to start taking the supplement called Heart Cherry Extract. Mm. That's really been helping with my arthritis. You got to text me it. Like she has rheumatoid arthritis in her fingers, and they get so swollen to the point where she can't bend them. Okay. And then um she takes turmeric. She d- takes that. Um they have her her doctors have her on different medicine, but some sometimes the medicine that they have her on for the arthritis um raises her blood pressure, so that's a whole nother issue. Yeah. So she just goes through the waves of that shit. <clears throat> she needs to find out what's the cause of it. Um my mom, my mom has so much shit going on. A lot my of my sister, my sister also has arthritis, and her cause of, and the what causes her arthritis is um, gluten. Oh, this is the thing with my mom, and you mm-hmm. know she's Jamaican, and you know she's stubborn. Yeah, I, I listen to her. I understand the things she she has going on with her body, and mm-hmm. I go out and I find books that have recipes for people with that are um, diabetic books that um, recipes that help with uh, this issue mm-hmm. uh, movies that can help with this issue and my mom will have it not read it not do it but want to talk about why she doesn't feel good and I'm just like I, don't, like I can't pin you down put you in a high chair and put this down your throat like, I don't know what to do for you. And you're not with nobody that's being like, no, don't go outside and plant anything today and bend down and act like you're 23 years old when you're mm-hmm. 66 because you're going to be hurting for the rest of the week because she's, she's stubborn. So it's kind of like you don't listen, you don't feel good, you're hurting, and I can't do nothing for you. Yeah. So um, I don't know. You can't tell her nothing. Yeah, my mom's the same way. Like I even I even got the black seed oil for her, um, the blood tonic that I take mm-hmm. to go ahead and flush her system and help her. And she started taking it, and then she stopped. So I'm just like, you need to send me that so I can try to start taking it. When I tell you that shit is nasty, is it? It's, it's nasty. There's a there's a herbal lady in the farmers market near me that. Mm-hmm. I, sell some of them, but you could get them online and Walmart sells them now too. Okay. But it's just so nasty. You'll never get used to the taste. I haven't gotten used to the taste. Ugh. And it, those... that's your system? Huh? What does it do? Um, It cleans, well the one I have, it cleans your blood um, and it'll help like clear up um, your skin and clear your digestive system and just help everything run a bit better. Mm-hmm. But the taste. 
The fucking taste is one of those things where you have to hold your nose to drink it. Ugh. <laughs> it's so nasty. And you're supposed to drink like one cap a week and then the next week do two caps a week and then start to do like multiple caps a day. And I haven't made it to multiple caps a day yet. And I've had it for months. Can you mix it with anything? You can. You can put it in smoothies. You can um, drink it straight. Like kind of hide the taste a little bit? You can. I've tried to cut it with citrus. I tried to cut it with like lemon juice, but you still mm-hmm. taste the bitterness a little bit. So I just, I take it like a shot. Just throw that shit back. Okay. And, and then I try to drink something that's tart behind it so the taste is just not sitting in my mouth. But mm-hmm. sometimes if I can't get rid of that taste or the black seed oil, I'll go ahead and just do mouthwash and be done. Okay. Yeah, but it's um, it's good for you. So it's, it's a bunch of different ones depending on what you need it for. But I need to find that Irish moss um pill because I actually got the Irish moss and I boiled it down, which is a whole process. I hate how it smells. And then once <laughs> I boiled it down, it's kind of like spinach. Is that's it? Really? Yeah, that's how it, it gets to a point where after you strain it, after you boil it down for hours, mm-hmm. it is basically nothing that you have in that um cup. So I would rather just take the capsules. Yeah, and they probably be selling that fucking shit for like twenty fucking dollars and shit. You probably they do like, now. Like, Everybody's selling it, and it's so high in price. And yeah. there was a there's a website that was selling it for like I think sixty capsules for twelve ninety nine and I didn't buy it at the time and now everybody's selling that shit for damn near thirty dollars. I'm just like shit. Yeah. Can't tell nobody nothing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Golly. They gonna start selling air in a bottle. Listen. You can't you can't buy nothing. Girl, I was watching the thing where they was talking about um, how they sell them this bottled water, how everybody thinks it's, it's so great. But shit, mm-hmm. they talking about bitch bottled water and nothing but tap water. And they just bottled it. It is. <laughs> when I, It's so crazy. Um, when I tell you, there there was a, um, a documentary on the, I forgot what state it was, where they were selling the bottled water off of the same water that was going through these people's pipeline mm-hmm. for the toilets, for their um, sinks, everything. And, and the people that lived in the state was trying to fight the um, people in the politics about that shit. And they would not stop doing that shit. But, you know, when I went to go pick up Aria from her camp or whatever, they were giving the kids water from the pipe. I was like, why are y'all giving them water from the pipe? When I tell you, you can smell the fluoride in that water. Girl. So Aria took the cup with me to the car, and I said, Aria, let me hold your cup. I didn't even have to put my nose close to the cup to smell the water. I shouldn't have to smell the water. If you have to smell the water, they shouldn't be drinking it. Right. But you're giving this water to two-year-olds. So I I poured out her water. I had some alkaline water that I got from Sprouts in the car. And mm-hmm. I poured the water in her cup and you couldn't smell shit. I said, there is something wrong with that shit. Right. Like, it shouldn't be smelling like that. So, right. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of people out here that still think water is water and that's not true. Right. So, 
I keep trying to tell my mom, like, you should be drinking high pH water, especially with all the shit you got going on. But a lot of the issue with her is whatever medicine she's taking for this, it has so many other side effects to it that Mm. fucks up the next thing that she's taking. And so because she's taking 13 pills a day, Mm. all those pills are fucking with the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So she needs to find a way to not have to take those pills and try to do everything naturally, but she's too stubborn. This is the thing. This is the problem. People from that age or that era, and then people now, they don't, they they look for preventative care and they also look for, preventative care is great, and they also look for, okay, so now that I have it, how do I live with it? Versus, okay, now that I have it, how do I get rid of it? Yeah. So it's not a, how do I, so she's not thinking, how do I get rid of it? She has, she's, she's thinking of, how do I treat it? Yeah, but I'm more so thinking like the the better you you could get rid of it, the better for you in the long run because it's basically like doctors are basically testing out medicine on her. Yeah. And they call her in whenever they want to change her medicine and when they change her medicine and mess it up something else. It's just like, are you, aren't you tired of taking this, this stuff? And the doctors change her medicine because different pharmaceutical companies offer different doctor's offices different incentives for prescribing their patients this medicine. I just... That's why they're always like, well, let's change the medicine real quick. Yeah, this one is working. How does this work? Okay, it's working good. All right, so we're going to switch it up to X, Y, and Z and see how that works out for you. You know why they're switching up to X, Y, and Z? They're switching it up to X, Y, and Z because X, Y, and Z brought them lunch that week and said, if you have X amount of patients prescribing this particular medicine and they take it within the the next 30 days, we'll give your office your next... We'll give your office... um, a thousand dollar bonus or some bullshit like that. Yeah, it's all a business. They're not. They're not. Again, medicine. How medicine is today in the U.S. of A. They're not trying to. They're not trying to cure people. They're trying to treat people and keep them coming back. And keep. And then the only way that they're and the, how they're treating them is treat them like guinea pigs. Yeah. That's why I'm not for these men taking this damn breath control. Girl. I'm not I'm not with that shit. Uh, this is the thing. It's gonna be attractive to niggas because you know why? Niggas love to fuck with no condoms on. But nigga, your dick still could fall off because this bitch is dirty. Right. It's and then my whole thing is it's like I'm not in favor of anybody taking birth control. Period. Men I've or never women. I've never taken birth control because why train your body to not do something it's naturally supposed to do? Right. You need to learn to have some discipline in what you do with your body. That's the problem. Okay. There's, a, there's a lot of women that went 20, 30 plus years of taking birth control and then now they get to a point in their life where they have the person, the marriage that they want and they want to have children and they can't do it. And right. I'm not saying every woman is the same, and that is the reason why they can't have kids, but let's not cancel out that that is a major factor in a lot of women not being able to have the kids on top of them having abortions that did not go the correct way. Exactly. So, 
But you ain't heard that shit from me though. <laughs> Girl, because I didn't even I didn't know because like I had friends who had abortions before, but I didn't know that they had the abortion where you they'll give you like a pill to take. Mm-hmm. Where your body will actually miscarry, well, where your body will like miscarriage, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what the fuck? Like the body, like the like the pill was in the body and shot and make a woman have a miscarriage. That's kind of like basically the Plan B is basically like a generic version of that, is but it? you have you have to catch it within the first couple of days of when you last had sex. Okay, I like I've taken a Plan. B be before when mm-hmm. I was in college with my third ex because mm-hmm. I was more so thinking this is my senior year you already graduated you primarily work out of LA mm-hmm. um, we're brand new into this relationship I'm still getting to know you I have never seen you upset you have never seen me upset this is not the right time to be possibly having a kid Right. so I was like no and I remember him taking me to class that morning after we had sex. Basically, that we had sex and the condom broke. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. And he was like, fuck. So I took a shower. I got dressed for class. He was driving me to class. And he was like, um, are you sure you want me to buy this? And I was like, nigga, yes. And when I tell you this nigga popped open his... Um, his glove compartment and that shit fell out in my lap. Mm-hmm. And he was like, do you want to just go to um, Aubrey's and let's just do this today? And I was like, yes. Fuck, fuck class because I was in class and I could not think. And he kept checking on me in class. I, we were It was my pattern making class. I was supposed to be sewing a garment. I could mm-hmm. not think. I just kept thinking about me looking like motherfucking Barney at graduation because I wanted to fuck. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Jabbar, I cannot be pregnant at graduation. He was like, all right, I'm going to come get you. So he came and got me. And um, we uh, went to, he went to buy it by himself, first of all. And um, I went to, uh, we went to his friend's house. I took the first pill and then you have to wait. I think 12 hours before you take the second pill. We just stayed all day in his apartment just like chilling and watching movies until like that was done. Okay. It's like it's it's just like one of those things where it's either who you're around or society makes you feel like abortions are okay mm-hmm. or birth control is okay, it's common, you need to do it. And mm-hmm. I think everybody has their right to have their opinion, but I've always been one of those people that feel like if you took it upon yourself and you were not forced to have sex unprotected Mm -hmm. and both of you knew the possibilities and y'all willingly did it and keep doing it, then you need to go ahead and eat what happens after that. Mm -hmm. And I understand mistakes do happen, but I have so many cousins that are one percent hey here's a baby regardless of you taking your motherfucking birth control bitch right and um i have so many cousins that um got on breast control and they their skin looks horrible or they gain hella weight or their mood swings are up and down and it's just like 
just have some discipline with your body. Like do like do something for yourself that matters. Mm-hmm. But the reality, like, at the same, and again, like the go back to what you said. Everybody has the right to do what they want to do, to choose how they want to live, and everything like that. But I'm just, I was just never a fan of doing something to alter your body's chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think like a lot of people don't educate themselves on what it actually is. So, birth control for people that don't know, all it is is just overdosing your body with estrogen mm-hmm. to prevent you from having a menstrual cycle. And then now we have all these supplements or meds that'll help balance your estrogen levels. And it's kind of like, why go through this up and down of taking care of your body when you can do it? Right. <laughs> you could do it. I don't know. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want my daughters to just grow up and be absent-minded of what they do with their bodies and mm-hmm. how they have sex. I'm going to talk to them about everything, but I'm not going to be one of those moms that's out here pushing my kids to take breast control. I'm not doing it. Right. My mom never did it to me, but mm-hmm. I have I have cousins where their moms did it to them, and I'm just like, Yes, you know, teenagers get to an age where they're going to have sex. Yes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you do not have to push birth control on them. And just because you talk to your kids about sex and birth control and condoms doesn't mean you're telling them, go ahead and have sex. You're giving them knowledge about what happens when they do have sex. Right. Because let's say if you raise your child in this bubble and you tell them, don't have sex, don't do it, a lot of kids. Them the ones that's gonna go out there and do Listen, it. Listen, a lot of kids go out into the world, don't know how to handle themselves in certain situations, and they're absent-minded as to what took place, what happened, and they don't know shit, and they be the ones that's going to school and didn't know they was pregnant. Girl. Listen, like, I ain't. There's just a better way to raise these kids out here, and you can't, you cannot raise your, your kids in a bubble. Right. That's why I tell people don't take the flu shot neither. Oh no. I ain't taking that shit. And you know, they keep emailing me um, about the girls. Oh, it's time for Anya to come in for her flu shot. It's time for Anya to come in for her flu shot. And I always talk to Ari dad and I'd be like, yo, I'm not with Ari getting the flu shot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to make sure she ha- I have the right medicine if she catch a cold. I'll gauge her um, fever, but I'm not into them having the flu shot. Are you mm-hmm. into that? And he he's not really into vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um, every time she would get a shot, I would always tell him what she got. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not really into the flu shot. I'm into like necessity things. Yeah, girl, the flu shot ain't nothing but a dormant version of the damn flu. <laughs> Nigga, who who knows what the fuck is in that shit at this point? No, I'm telling you, the flu shot is is nothing but a dormant version of the flu. So it's like it's just the flu itself, but like a dormant version of it. And what it's supposed to do is because it's the actual flu, your body it, it goes into your body where your white blood cells can attack it, 
and get themselves prepared to in case you were to get the flu. However, when you take a dormant version of the flu, depending on how your body chemistry is, mm-hmm. as soon as they shoot that shit in your system, it might activate it. Yeah. So if you're if your um if your uh, immune system is weak, this is not the time for you to go get a flu shot, bitch. Right. <laughs> it's not the time. And um You need to be building your immune system, you need to be taking echinacea, you need to be doing all zinc, all kinds of shit. When I tell you every I have zinc as a supplement mm-hmm. and every time I take zinc, no matter if I take it with food or I don't, it always makes me feel nauseous. I never mm-hmm. throw up, but I always feel nauseous. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. And what I try to do is take like half of it, but I still get that nauseous feeling. So I'm just I have to just be, basically eat and drink things that have that in it. Mm-hmm. So it might be like just that supplement of what they cut the supplement with because that's that's a factor when you're buying vitamins and supplements that they really put a lot of shit in it mm-hmm. to make it solid that don't need to be in it. Right. This lady went over that shit once. Just that's why you also got to read the labels when you buy vitamins. Or not even like read the labels, know what the fucking words mean because a lot of those words, you don't even know what that means. Right. But that's everything now that you consume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anywho, tomorrow's motherfucking Monday. Ugh. Again. I got I already already called my job this morning. I said, Hey, I don't know who opening tomorrow, but I'm going to be running behind because I got to go to the bank to cash this check and then deposit it in some accounts because this check is too big for me to do a mobile uh, deposit. Mm-hmm. So I got I got to go to a Delta downtown to do mm-hmm. it and then go to work. So I'm going to be running late to work tomorrow. But I already gave them the heads up. Right. I don't need nobody calling me and bugging me because I got shit to handle. Right. Um, but that's how my Monday gonna start. Oh. Let me tell you how I have a rental, right? Mm-hmm. And this old bitch today, you know how you Why uh, you still got a rental? Didn't I tell you to ask Kiki about her car? Um, yes. But because my brother ordered the car doors for my car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You still doing and, that. And the, rent, and, and the rental I'm not paying for is coming mm-hmm. out of the insure that hit me. Pocket. Yeah. So I just remember I was like, oh yeah, that's right, the insurance shit. And and it's a Ford uh, Fusion 2019. Uh, I ain't got no, I ain't got no, you know, worries about the shit. I'm comfortable. Right. Yeah. So I'm 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 going to uh, Midtown to go pick up my friend, and it's a turning lane. No, it's a merging lane to go into like the next road and it's traffic coming so this lady moves up in front of me she in a black SUV too she moves up in front of me and then she like pauses and then she moves up like at a speed to keep going and then she stops mm-hmm. but I stop but when I stop I bumped her car oh. a, a little bit I was like fuck and in my mind, instantly, I was like, damn, bitch. 
you're in a rental, don't fuck up their rental, and her car kind of new. And then her damn license plate had the the nerve to have a handicap. Oh god! So she pulls into like the wing um, parking lot, and I'm just like, shit, I gotta pull into. So I pull into because I really just wanted to see my rental. Because I don't have no comprehensive collision, and I'm not coming out of pocket a thousand dollars to fix shit. Right. So I look at the my car and you don't see shit. There's not a scratch, not a bump, not a nothing. And I mm-hmm. look at the back of her car and her shit is fine. But she old. She like gotta be like in her sixties and she's disabled, so she's moving slow. So mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, I apologize. I thought that you were gonna go. She was like, Oh no. Um I was gonna go and then it looked like he was speeding up so I stopped. So mm-hmm. I was like, um I, I did tap you. I apologize, but I understand that this I'm driving a rental and there's nothing wrong with the car. If you want me to take a picture and text it to you, I will. And I said, come look at the back of your car just to make sure. So it took her like, I kid you not, two minutes to get out her fucking seat. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for her because she's somebody grandma. I'm waiting for her to <laughs> look at the back of her SUV already. She was like, I just want to check it because it's brand new. I said, I understand. Go ahead and check it. And she was like, let me see um, the uh, front of yours. And she looked at the front. She was like, oh, it's okay. Uh, I apologize. I just thought he was going to speed up. I said, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So I wait. I wait. wait for her to drive off um, and she pulls out and she drives off she turns and I just go about my business. I'm just like, Lord, just please just let me get here and go home. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't have time for people. Listen. The way these people drive out here, it just, it just gets under my skin. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I just, I don't know, I hope for a good, a good quick week. Me too. I just want this shit to be over with. I'm ready for the new year to start. That's it. Yes! Like, I don't know. I'm I'm not a new year's person, but I just feel like I just need a fresh piece of paper. I mm-hmm. feel like 2020 has to be a fresh piece of paper because this shit is not it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Ooh, shit, my bad. That's not it. So we gonna see. Right. I think Kiki um, just <laughs> gave up. She did. She said, fuck this. The, the wind is done. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wind. Okay, that's my movie. Mess. God, I love it. But I will check on you tomorrow, as always. Of course. Um, Y'all listeners out there, if you're still listening three days later after we just run in our lips, um, get the laws of human nature if you want to follow us. I know I posted it today on our IG and people are already on it to order it. So if you want to follow along, get prepared for January and uh, we will check you next time. Alright y'all. See y'all in January. Happy New Year or whatever. Yay! Merry Christmas. And Kwanzaa. Yes. And Hanukkah. Shalom. Bye. Bye. So what page you on, Bay? Next book will be The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene with an E. Um, 
He's also the author of The 48 Laws of Power, which is a great book that I have, a good read. So if you guys are interested in following us in this new book starting in January, that is the book that we will be reading. I hope you guys enjoy your holidays. Be safe. Um, be smart. And when you go to hang out or go out, go in a group. This is Shan and I'm out of here. You're... Thanks for tuning in to So What Page We On B. There should be a lot of good episodes coming up. But if you want to reach us again, you can reach us, tweet us at What Page You Said. Email us at So What Page We On B I H P O D at gmail.com. And IG is What Page You Said. If you want to reach Kiki, you know, the analyzer. It's K-I underscore Molivat, M-O-L-I-V-A-T underscore X-O. If you want to reach Casey, it's C-A-S-E underscore N underscore R-E-A-L-E-S-T-A-T-E. And if you want to reach me, it's Shan. And uh, I don't know where you were trying to reach me at, but <laughs> I got too many motherfucking pages. Um, who underscore is underscore Shan or she gets it pod. I'll be on IG. I'll be on Twitter. Hit me up. Bye.